Hello and welcome to Talk Chinese, where I teach you Chinese with ease. My name is Xiaolan. In this episode, I will introduce Talk Chinese and what we are about. Fantastic! And I'm Jesse from Transition Tianjing Yuetuan, and this is my chance to interview you, Xiaolan. Because the rest of the series, you're going to be interviewing some really interesting other guests, including you. That's right. Yeah. So、um, we know you've got a really interesting story. Where did it all begin? I grew up in Taipei, and、right. at that time, we lived very close to my grandfather's art studio. My、oh, okay. grandfather, he was a professor of ceramic art. Yeah. And my father, he's still a professor of ceramic art. And my mother, I haven't finished yet. My mother, she, <laughs> she's a calligrapher and painter. Right. So I grew up surrounded by paint and paint brushes and mud. And did you follow in their footsteps? Ah,、uh, not at all. I was the black sheep in the family. <laughs> I, I realized I didn't have their talent since I was very young, and I studied science and also became a tech entrepreneur at the end. How did you find out that you were more interested in science than in art? Um, when my right brain didn't work, then <laughs> the left must be, must be right, <laughs> and then I, I was quite a、um, rebel. In、yeah. the class, and、um, my teachers sometimes they they really didn't know how to deal with me,、yeah. and um and in order to get by, not to be in trouble, I actually did pretty alright academically,、yeah. and that's how I could get the maximum freedom to do my wicked things. Clever! So you knew how to work the system. That's right, <laughs> under the radar screen. <laughs> What drew you into、um, tech? Um, I was always interested in things which I can analyze. And、okay. I can resolve problems, and of course, there are many problems we can resolve by using art and music, and、uh-huh. um, there's a right brain type of、uh, creation. But at the same time, many other bigger questions, such as economy, such、yeah. as、um, communication, and the way we handle things and productivity, that type of thing, can be actually、uh, improved by having the right method, and especially learning. Absolutely, and so for you personally, what was the moment when you thought, "This is my idea for my business"? Sure, I moved to the UK in two thousand and one. Yeah, and then I went to study at Cambridge University. And so,、uh, what did you study at Cambridge? I took a degree called International Studies. That was my second master degree. I thought I just moved to the UK. It's better that I get to know the education system. <laughs> And、Start with something easy. <laughs> That's right. And then、uh, all other students, most of them, they are mature students. They are either diplomats or they、yep. are、um, the high-level people from militaries. Yeah. They all speak perfect English. Oh wow. And then、uh, when they were, when my classmates were engaged with intellectual,、uh, important geopolitics debate, <laughs> I was checking my dictionary all the time, <laughs> underlining every single word I didn't understand. So you learn things that like that means all of them. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I learned all the weird words I don't use every day now,、uh, such as totalitarian regime <laughs> or weapon of mass destruction, anarchy. You didn't follow that kind of career path then? Oh no! I, I very quickly just like realized I am not arty. I realized I can't be a diplomat. And so, what other words did you learn? Um. I learned a lot of useless words, but at the same time, I get to understand、um, the cultural nuance. And、yeah. for example,、um, my professor of economics,、uh, Professor John Forsyth, said, "The super duper financial institutions." <laughs> and I, I had very thick skin.、Um, I just raised my hand, Professor. I understand super, but what is duper? <laughs> You have no idea. The whole class they laugh their head off. 
That was such an idiotic question I asked. It's a great question. You weren't afraid to ask it. Um, never been afraid. Have you used super duper often afterwards? Oh yes, all the time. <laughs> super duper talk Chinesey episode. Super duper talk Chinesey. Yes. <laughs> super duper transition band. I think we're going to change our name already. Yeah. At that time, first English was very hard for me, and then second, after I lived here for a couple of years, my friends told me how hard it is for them to learn Chinese. Interesting. So you were learning English, and they were trying to learn Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And then、uh, they told me it's very hard, and I thought, hmm. I never thought that way because for me that was my native, and then I started using my scientific brain、yeah. to try to analyze、right. uh, the language, and then. Um, I used my computer and broke down thousands of Chinese characters. Yep. Then I observed them, analyzed them, prioritized them, and then grouped them in different ways. And then,、uh, just like、um, a naughty boy breaking down a Lego castle or a Lego <laughs> fire engine, and、yep. once you break them down, you realize actually they are made out of bricks. Yeah. So then I use、um, arts. Uh, following my parents' talent, I use arts and design to make them attractive, and to make them delivering the meaning of each character. And once people know a few, then I show them how、yeah. to construct them by using stories, etymology, history, and the memory is long-lasting once they understand、um, the cultural stories and history, and they will have much better understanding. So it's almost like everything came together. So you had the artistic side, you had the Tech side, and you've had this history as well, and culture. Yes, all combining. This is how you start to learn a Connecting language. Connecting the dots. That's right. Yeah. And so, what kind of patterns were you looking for when you broke down the language of Chinese? How do you go about breaking down a language that's so big and、it、has is, so much history? It is.、Um, of course, I need to make some very hard decisions by taking out the words or the sentences you don't use often. So we are、okay. not trying to resolve a hundred percent of Chinese language,、yeah. and language is not really that scientific in a way. <laughs> It's a human creation.、Yeah. So imagine the ancient cavemen in China. They look at the sun and they drew a circle and they said that means the sun.、Yeah. And they saw their wife and they drew a woman and they said that's a woman or、yeah. that means wife. And those symbols will have to be adopted, accepted, and passed on. Over thousands of years, so it's not scientific. So I had to make a decision. Okay, I may use twenty eighty principle. If I pick up twenty percent of the words or characters, yeah, to cover eighty percent of usefulness, right? Okay, then that's good enough. Then that's most useful for the people who are starting to learn. Low hanging fruit, just like when you learn any new language,、yeah. English. I don't expect you to write a PhD dissertation using ten thousand different English words or vocabulary. Yeah. As long as you can communicate. Yes, that's what so many people have found really inspiring about Chinese is that it gives a real access point. And so, for people who have thought, "Can I learn or not?" they find out they can. Yes, and myself, I feel so fascinated when I hear people telling me, "Hey, I never wanted to learn Chinese until I discovered Chinese." Wow. Or they say,、yeah. "Hey, I, I really didn't believe that I could learn such a notoriously difficult language." <laughs> it is, yeah, it's really hard for Western people. And you went through the same process. You knew that was not a hundred percent smooth、yep. if you don't have the environment, if、yeah. you don't have the right teacher. And our mission is to make it so easy and accessible. And the most important thing, we would like to bring down、yeah. the psychological barrier. 
breaking down the Great Wall of Chinese language learning. And yeah. this is our objective. And of course, the ultimate goal is to bridge the gap between the East and the West. Wow. Okay. If you think about um, now, there are 1.3 billion Chinese people. Yeah. I bet half of them are learning English. That's a huge number. Everybody is learning English. Yeah. But for the Western world, if you can pick up some Chinese characters or you can speak a few sentences, yeah. then actually you are potentially opening the door to communicate with 1.3 billion people. And at least when you go to the restaurants, you can get the beef, the vegetables, the dessert you want, rather than ordering the snake or turtle. <laughs> it's about survival. Survival. Yeah, one thing that I really like is that you're also really promoting their cultural awareness, cultural appreciation and respect. And I think that's a huge part of learning a language. Yes. It's not just about the words that you say. It's about appreciating the history behind those. You were talking about the cave drawings. It's knowing, why did they draw that circle in that particular way? Or why is that character like it is? Yes. And of course, each character has different stories. And mm. there are certain words you can draw, especially its object. You yeah. can draw a cup. You can draw a person or an animal. But how, how do you express your emotion? And how do you express action or how can you describe adjective and Chinese is amazing it's amazingly beautiful and clever in a way for example um, to rest they put a person next to a tree <laughs> and like to break in yeah. they put a horse inside the door uh, okay and then how about the modern words then uh, computer yep computer is the combination between electricity and brain Electric brain. Electrical brain. Or how about um, the mobile phone? Then yeah. they create a new word, the handheld. They just directly translate into handheld. It's got logic to it then. Very logical. Yeah. And you say you're a cyber friend, they have net friend as a cyber friend. Selfie, okay. yourself, <laughs> and take a picture. Take to take. So Chinese is actually very logical in a way when you compare with other languages. So actually for someone who would be thinking that it's really hard, you're saying the grammar is accessible and, and they can pick it up. Is that the right? grammar is very easy and basically uh, there's no tense. So when you say, I eat, in English you have to say, I have eaten, I ate, I'm eating, it's I will be eating. It's changing all the time, isn't it's it? It's changing all the time. French yeah. is even harder, you have a gender. <laughs> and in Chinese, yeah. it doesn't matter. You say, I eat now, I eat yesterday, I eat tomorrow. Or I will have eaten tomorrow. And you just need to add the tense. Now, today, tomorrow, when. So it's much more logical. Very logical and very straightforward. We like that. It's possible. Chinese is easy. <laughs> Chinese. You've already talked about how learning English was a painful journey for you and how you wanted to make that journey for other people learning Chinese a smooth journey. Can you give a few examples of that journey for you, learning English and how it was? Right. Everybody learns English in Asia since they are young in the school. But my personal experience, my English teacher, she had never been abroad. <laughs> and her accent was so heavy, full of Taiwanese-Chinese mixture, I could hardly understand her and I had zero interest in learning English. So it's hard to trust whether the English she taught you was right or not. That's right. Okay. And then, um, yeah. so the, the only English source was from watching soap opera on the television. <laughs> that was not very healthy either. You can pick up some interesting phrases, I'm <laughs> exactly. sure. That's right. The uh, first time I remember when I went to America in 1997, 
I could hardly order a sandwich for myself, and I was waiting in front of the cashier, struggling to tell her what I wanted, what type of sandwich, yeah, tuna or ham or cheese or or with lettuce, without lettuce, and and was that because the language was hard, or was that because there were too many everything. options, or why was that? No, the language was so hard, okay. and then also that was the first time I had opportunity to speak properly. Wow, yeah, so you felt the pressure of that moment. That you was get it right. she was rolling her eyes, and oh, the queue no. behind me was getting longer, and then eventually. I managed to get one, but not exactly the one I wanted. When someone hasn't got that patience and they're rolling their eyes, for you to say the right thing, it's so hard. It was hard, and I couldn't understand how much I had to pay. <laughs> <laughs> and I managed to survive. I didn't stop myself. And、yeah. the second day, I had a meeting at Intel Capital. When I came out from the meeting, I was kicking myself because I wonder whether or not the person understood a word I was saying. So, what were you meeting Intel Capital for? I was introducing them to my company. I had a startup, technology,、yeah. internet, and that was when I just graduated、um, from my university. As a result,、um, I guess I probably made an impression.、Yeah. They asked me to go back. And we had a couple more meetings. A couple months later, they made one million dollar investment. Wow! Amazing. Subway one day, not getting the sandwich. Intel investors the next day. Ah,、uh, yes. I guess they probably thought I was pretty clever because they had no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> I was talking Martian. They thought, hmm, she must be really smart. Some real technical language there. Even we don't understand. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Can you talk about the Talk Chinese podcast? What are you looking to do in this podcast series? Sure. Talk Chinese is going to follow everything Chinese. We are fun,、yeah. effective, and it's very short. Each episode has only three five minutes,、yep. and we will show you something really useful and something practical you will come across on a day to day basis. So people can listen to this podcast, learn a phrase, and use it immediately. They can imagine once you accumulate three hundred sixty five. Yes, you can very much converse. I'm excited about that. We're going to have so many new people, and it's a lot of fun communicating in Chinese. Yes, yes. great. Thank you so much, Xiaolan. We're really excited about this podcast. And how can the listeners get in touch with Chinesey? To get in touch with us, you only need to write to hello at chinesey dot com. Thank you, Jesse, for interviewing me, <laughs> giving me the opportunity to share.、And、it's really fascinating. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Talk Chinese introduction. We look forward to teaching you a lot more useful Chinese phrases. Please don't forget to rate us, review us, and be sure to share what you have learned. Until next time, 再见再见 Super duper. <laughs>